Uh, welcome, listeners, to Breaking Tides, the after-show discussion with the cast of Dark Tides. I'm Aubrey Lydon. I'm your host and show creator. And with me, as always, are the stars, uh, BJ and Chester. The extensive cast. Yes, I am the cast of Dark Tides. Hello, my name is Chester. Hello, my name's BJ. Um, yeah. There is only three of us. There is only three of us. We are extensive. Sitting in a room. Yep. (laughs) Don't you draw light to how depressing it is, BJ? I didn't say it was a depressing room. I just said it was a room. It's not depressing at all. So we have just finished recording our first episode, Mm -hmm. uh, not including two beta tests. Um, But this is the culmination of about six months worth of planning and uh, work getting to the stage of recording. Yeah. How are we feeling? Very glad to have it done now and actually have started because it's been, as you've said, quite a few months of... Uh, so this would be a cool idea to implement into into this. And I feel like we should have this type of thing as well. We got to talk. We got to send BJ an email about having that with this. It was it was months of that, and our point is just like, all right, we better start doing this, otherwise it's, it's just gonna get painful now. Yeah, it feels a lot more <laughs> tangible now, I guess. Yeah, and also for stuff to be working better than it did in the beta tests, which were a bit of a disaster. Yeah, we had some interesting audio issues with that. Yeah, a lot of audio issues. A lot of. A less than ideal uh, ways of recording and, and bitrate problems. And, all sorts of things. Yeah, uh, yeah, we sound a bit like robots at some point. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have started. I think I was, I was a little nervous uh, just to get to that point where we've got the first episode down because now I'm like, okay, this is the situation. Because like, we've been working on character stuff for a while and like Aubrey's been giving us information and oh, things that we know. Let me just turn and- you up a smooch. I just talk louder. No, 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 let me just turn. There you Not go. a real option, BJ. No. <laughs> you we can continue. All right. Hold on, too loud. Yeah, talk. Just go. Oh, Hold all right. Yeah. Um, no, but so uh, Aubrey's been giving us like lots of information about character stuff, and we've been working on backstories and everything. But like neither neither Chester or I knew what was going to happen. Like we didn't we didn't have any idea what the story was going to be up until yeah. about an hour ago. Um, so I feel, I feel like now that we've got that out of the way, I'm like, okay, I kind of, I kind of know what to expect, I guess. Mm. So that's good. Yeah. It is relieving. Definitely. Cause I've had this world building in my head for about the last six months. And I, I was talking with Chester about this last night. I actually realized I have been toying with the idea that has become Dark Tides for about three years. Um, there were several different projects that involved a lot of the same concepts and um, ideas for a a location and for stories that is, yeah, it's all kind of been percolating for a long time. Uh, So it's really good to feel like things are finally coming together. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be here. Mm. 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 (laughs) Um, We say that now. Yeah. So in future uh, episodes of Breaking Tides, we will have uh, listener questions submitted through Patreon uh, and that'll be character-related, plot-related, world-related and just personal questions for us. Um, We don't have that since we actually have not released any of these episodes just yet. Um, But I thought one thing it might be good to talk about for the listeners that don't actually know us personally, um, of which hopefully there will be more than a couple, um, <laughs> would be kind of about our backgrounds when it comes to creative stuff, uh, what our experiences are and 
how we came to be involved in this particular project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chester, do you want to kick us off there? Sure. All right. So um, I'm a filmmaker and a film writer. That's what that's my hobbies. That's what I do and have been doing since I was like 11. Um, and some minor acting stuff on the side, but mostly what I do is film projects and all that type of stuff. Um, and a lot of that was me and BJ doing stuff together. Um, so us making films together and all that type of stuff. So that's how I suppose me and BJ are creatively connected. Creatively linked. Creatively linked is the fact that all our projects have each other involved. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't think I've ever written or filmed anything that doesn't have BJ in it. So <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah. That's, that's yeah. me. Um, pretty much I'm the other half of that story. Um, I've been, yeah, Chester and I have been making films and YouTube videos together for many years. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm also, um, currently studying dance and sort of, uh, training in dancing and performing arts, uh, as well. Um, and then, yeah, really just our film stuff has been just fun hobbies on the side for us mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, about well, last year we started. You started toying with the idea of um, creating some kind of project. Yeah. Well, just quickly, um, since we didn't actually do it in the episode, would you guys like to plug your various YouTube channels and other projects, places where people can find you that is not Dark Tide related? <laughs> Me, right. Um, well, Chester and I uh, have a YouTube channel that we uh, have been running for six or... Seven years. Seven years, nearly seven years. Um, it's called C&B Studios, which is capital C and symbol capital B Studios. Um, you can find it uh, on the internet, mostly, um, where we upload uh, skits and... Sometimes you'll find it on, the other, on the, the other side of a rock. Other times graffitied under uh, bypasses. Yeah, and train bridges. Um, we're not. We don't discriminate. Um, uh, yeah, you can find us making uh, skits and short films and kind of filmmaking related videos. Yep. Um, and I also have an Instagram. Uh, if you're interested in that, which is I also at, have an Instagram at BJ Squid. If you want to follow me there, mine is just um, at Chesterwin. <laughs> Uh, yep. Some people have more creativity than others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also me and BJ run a weekly podcast, which uh, comes out every Saturday morning. We live stream it on the CMB Extra YouTube channel, which is the channel that is extra to CMB Studios, if you can get that from the name. Um, so, yeah, we talk Just about this show. creative genius on going on here. I know. It's definitely not like we came up with these names when we were 14 and have had to stick with them. For five years. No, definitely. Uh, who would do that? <laughs> Not me. That's for sure. Well, we'll punt. We'll uh, post a bunch of links to these sort of things uh, for those who are interested. Yeah, we also probably should make uh, clear that this only this episode of Breaking Tides will be releasing on Spotify and iTunes and all that type of stuff. Uh, normally, this episode is Patreon only. The series is Patreon only. Yeah. And we'll get into what other things you can find on our Patreon, uh, the different bonus content we have, some of the stretch goals we are toying with even in these early stages. Yep. Also, uh, just quickly, there is also on Twitter, there is I have um, CMB Corp Twitter, which I can't remember what it is at the moment. I'll remember at some point. But there is also, of course, the Dark Tides Twitter, which you should definitely follow to find images of 
production staff, and of course, updates on how the show is going, and some maybe some fun facts, I know, something like that, whatever we can think of at the moment. Uh, but that is at Dark Tides Pod. Yep, I'm pretty sure the byline for it is, we post memes here. So I'm sure it will be as much fun, dumb, entertaining yep. content as it is uh, things to do with the show. Worthwhile. So just, yeah. just search Dark Tides and it'll come up. Um, yeah. Unless that goddamn, there's, I googled it on Spotify, there is some band called Dark Tides here. We gotta get them out of here. We gotta sue them. I, I also them found here. a song called Dark Tides the oh, other day yeah. by a, it's like an, it's like an EDM song. Just a bunch like, of oh, fakers. That's fun. There's also about a million novels named Dark Tides. So oh, God damn That doesn't surprise me. We did me, our though. best. We did poll about 20 different, um, things which names. by the way when you're creating a podcast that's that's the the equivalent to like a official committee meeting is is a poll on a facebook messenger group <laughs> where aubrey goes all right what are we going to call this thing like i've got 20 different cats. options just like trying to control cats like boys boys vote Honestly, sometimes it is. No, I'm doing things. No. No. I'm in the middle of class, Aubrey. Aubrey. What are you doing to me? I don't know anymore. We're <laughs> professionals. <laughs> I guess yeah. I should probably say what my background is. Sure. That's a good idea. Um, I want to know that. So I come from a creative writing background. Um, I was writing a lot through high school for a bunch of different things. Um, I did a bachelor's degree um, at the University of Wollongong in Australia, since that's where we are, um, in uh, writing and literature. And I've been doing theatre writing for about the last two years with a couple of small plays produced um, and a couple that are currently on hold indefinitely because of COVID. So uh, for me, this podcast was kind of an opportunity to find a medium that was still actually available in a time of lockdowns and unpredictable um, entertainment future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this was just a kind of... I was really enjoying podcasts, um, specifically a few live plays and um, D&D-related shows, that sort of stuff. And so I did the classic thing of, that's not that hard, I can make something like this. And they're discovering how hard it is. <laughs> it's also, I think, worth mentioning too that you, a lot of those live play podcasts, uh, they they use a system like Dungeons and Dragons that's that they just then build off of something that already exists, uh, which you could have done and didn't. Yeah, the the origin story for this um, podcast really is that towards the end of my uh, time at uni. I started being bombarded with Dungeons and Dragons related things, mostly through memes and then through people bugging me to do like the alignment quiz stuff that was popular for a while. Um, and having never played it and never known anyone that played it, I kind of decided I wanted to know a little bit more about it and Googled it. Also Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things too, yeah. And also the fact that I uh, grew up really loving Adventure Time and uh, that's a pretty huge influence on... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, I should say, is a pretty huge influence on the writing and the style of Adventure Time, especially in early episodes. So when I kind of looked into it, I found um, things like Critical Role and um, uh, a bunch of stuff, really, and decided that I wanted to learn to play Dungeons and Dragons. 
found a few people that wanted to do it too. I taught myself to Dungeon Master because inevitably nobody else will. <laughs> I actually, fun fact, uh, about a year into playing D&D, I have yet to actually play the D&D. game. I only run the game. <laughs> I don't play, which is depressing. Um, Cause you just play with a bunch of other freeloaders who are like, yeah, sure, as long as I don't have to actually do the I'll just hard turn work. up and make up my character on the spot. Yeah, there's some hope. One day someone else will. Um, so when I was thinking about this kind of podcast idea as something that could be a regular way of me uh, writing and putting that writing out into the world, the idea of doing something that was kind of improv-based, that was game-related, felt um, a lot more familiar to me than the idea of writing an audio drama series from scratch. Um, so that's kind of where we went with it. And one of the first things that you have to decide when making a project like that is what kind of system you're going to use if you're going to, you know, do a live play or an improv drama. Um, and I did a heap of research, but I couldn't find any RPG systems that really fitted the kind of stories that I wanted to tell and the stories I knew that Chester and BJ would enjoy telling. (laughs) Slash Um, messing up for you. Yeah. And so we, we looked at Dungeons and Dragons, we looked at Call of Cthulhu, we looked at the gumshoe systems. Um, yeah, we kind of we looked at a heap, actually. And I probably could have looked harder, but I decided to go with the always fun method of, I'll just make my own. How hard could that be? Q three months of um, figuring out how you write an RPG system that actually works. But we did it, and um, we kind of tentatively call it the Archipelago system, and it's what we run here for Dark Tides. Um, yeah, I explained a bunch of that sort of stuff in the welcome episode, so if you're keen to know more about it, um, that'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we've meandered all over. The no, that's fine. That's good. Um, I feel like that's so I guess we should also probably touch on some of our favourite parts of the episode because it yeah. went in some different directions. I think my favourite part, just going first, uh, would be when I decide that Alice, uh, I get it mixed up, Ernest, would uh, go into the forest to uh, investigate the deer and then looking over and just seeing panic in Aubrey's eyes when I realised, oh, okay, he doesn't actually, he didn't plan for us to go into the forest. <laughs> we weren't even supposed to see that it was a deer. I just happened to roll really badly. <laughs> Uh, well really the whole deer bit was the fact that it felt wrong to just go you guys get in the car you guys arrive at the destination it's like something has to happen along the way which is kind of a D&D thing that you would have a a random encounter chart or something where just to kind of spice up those potentially boring bits of travel Um, and so I just had this note that was ask them to make a luck roll um if they fail, they run over a deer that is has this weird thing going on with it. Um, and if they pass, then the deer basically like jumps the front of the car and disappears. And either way, it would be a, a cool thing that would kind of spark some entertaining situations. Um, no, but then in the end, yeah. Also, my favorite part of the um, the show was the fact that I wasn't expecting any of this to happen. And so I was like, oh, I feel like something needs some more tension here. I'll put someone watching them. That will make that'll make it better. And then Chester goes, I call, I call the um, the chief. And then I think it was Chester's uh, comment was, Do I hear his phone ringing? It's like, Well, now you do. Yeah, <laughs> now that you I guess I it. have to, because that's too good to pass up. 
Yep. <laughs> what about you, BJ? I feel like my fa- and I don't. It's it's interesting because we only just recorded, so I don't actually know how much this is going to make it into the edit and how much of it isn't. But there was one point towards the the end where we we completely went off topic, starting to talk about something else um, related to that, which was fun. I feel like. And again, I don't know what's going to make it into the edit and what's not. Maybe what I'm saying right now will be cut out forever. Um, but I feel like that's kind of fun, given that it's not an audio drama and it is a live play, having that kind of back and forth of us just as ourselves yeah, discussing and then jumping back into character. I feel like that's really fun. And I think that brings a really good energy to it. Can we do this? Is, is that going to be allowed? Yeah, what's that's one of the things I really like about this format of storytelling is the spontaneity and the chaotic possibilities when you're rolling dice and working with improv. Um, so that's kind of something I want to encourage and we'll find our flow of what's going to make it into the episode and what we're going to cut for, you know, maintaining dramatic effect. I mean, it, it is an audio drama series, but it isn't scripted in the same way that many would be. And admittedly, this episode was more heavily scripted because I needed to give a heap of kind of setting information and start, you know, throwing out plot hook stuff um, that'll become relevant. But it's been it's been an interesting journey of trying to find that balance. I think definitely later episodes will be a lot less um, engineered than this one has been, which will be a, a lot of fun, I think, and a lot less work for me. I yeah. <laughs> um, there was also the fact that like we'll also get better pacing because it did take us an hour to basically arrive somewhere, drive somewhere, and see something. Yeah, but I'll be honest, that's kind of just how role playing games work. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely think in terms of pacing and energy, like now that we've done we've done the hardest step, like the hardest episode to record is always going to be the first one. Now that we've done that step, going from there is it's going to just feel more natural it's always why the pilots were hard on. yeah because yeah. we were staying in the middle of the story as like oh <laughs> yeah you didn't have that momentum behind you of the narrative yeah um but let's talk very briefly about where you would like to see the show going plot wise um you guys have only had a little taste of the world and the possibilities in it but is there something you would really like to see that might be possible in the world as I take notes for future episodes. <laughs> well, there's also the fact that I'm not sure if we've really explained it, that me and BJ don't understand, don't know what's going on. We don't know yeah. the plot. We we are acting through scenarios we don't understand because they, we have, they haven't been explained to us. It's our characters. When we learn them when our characters learn the answers, basically. Which is a really strange but also very fun um, thing that we're, that we're dealing with as we're going, which is really really cool and it was interesting writing backstory stuff for the characters because obviously chester and i have a very good idea of where our characters have come from and and all that situation particularly my character because he lives in the location i'm like sending aubrey back and forth so i was like so i had this idea does that work with the story that i don't know about yet <laughs> i'm like does that break something what about this and maybe this could be a goal but i don't know if that's a thing that my character is going to actually resolve because i don't know if you want to include that which is really cool. Like, it's a fun back and forth. It is really cool. And I think coming from a writing background, like, I'm very used to sitting in rooms with, like, 5, 10, 20 other writers and talking about the projects that we're working on, workshopping things together, reading stuff aloud. But 
there's always that that dynamic of you you do this writing this creative thing on your own in your own little room in your own space and then you bring it to the table and you share it which is a great thing and it's something that can really help you grow as a writer getting all of those different perspectives and feedback but it's kind of another thing entirely when the story you are telling is not entirely your own and you don't have complete control over it 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 kind of adds this flair to the process because you're excited to throw out ideas and you're excited to hear back from other people yeah the, the cooperative nature of it is something i'm really enjoying yeah so far We'll check in in about five episodes and see if I'm yeah. hating it. <laughs> I hate Chester and me, Jay. They ruin all my plans. I honestly think, and this is just one of those things, you know, kind of trying to to know more about role-playing games and the role-playing game communities out there. I think most people at some point just give up having plans. Yeah. If you're running homebrew content, I think a lot of people find a system where they don't really plan a lot. They just kind of have some things in their back pocket, which is honestly what I'm going to have to end up doing, I think. And I feel like when you're when you're doing it to create a product, that's more fun. Like if if you were running a game, like a Dungeons & Dragons game, where we had other people and we were actually wanting to play through a story, it's a bit different, but that's not really our goal. Like our goal is to create the podcast. Yeah. And so those tangents and stuff kind of work because that's just, it becomes part of the, the process, I guess. Yeah. And I think as well, the, like, while our goal is to make a product, and by that, I guess I mean something that other people will enjoy and engage with and that will make them happy to listen to. Um, I guess my benchmark for that is you guys. Like, I'm writing more for you guys than I am for anyone else because I know you guys well enough that I... I know what kind of stories you'll engage with and I kind of know what will excite the creative aspect. I probably should have seen the fact that you were just, I'm just going to follow this trail into the dark woods now. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. Um, but yeah, and I think always when you're making a story or a creative project, you kind of write it for yourself or for the people that you know will hear it mm. and then you kind of just hope that other people like it too. <laughs> I feel like that's always a good way to go because if you if you like start overanalyzing your creative process so much as like are people going to like this is it going to be good then it it's not a creative process anymore mm. and you just kill the ideas you had whereas this way even if nobody listens to it at least we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. I have to say I quite enjoy playing Mayor Stern. <laughs> I feel like uh we're going to have some fun interactions with him in the next few episodes. Yeah, just the because my one rule with Mayorstone is he's never going to hear the end of any sentence you speak. I, he's always going to start talking before you finish. I really like, like that, yeah. And if you somehow manage to get a few sentences in without him butting in, he is not listening to you. He is completely <laughs> on his own. Or I track. try and call him when I'm in an incredibly stressful, dangerous situation and he's not even there. <laughs> yeah, for example, gee, where am I picking that from? Oh, you mustn't have listened to our episode yet. Go check out our episode on <laughs> yeah, Apple they Podcast. Watch the, they're yeah. watching the, the extra show first. Yep. <laughs> we um, just spoiled listening. everything for you. For, for listeners without television. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those of you who can't see our faces right now. Yes. Which is all but three people. Yep. Two people. 
Um, but one thing we're going to talk about a, a little now is Patreon and um, what listeners can expect from the media we'll be putting out there. So if you don't know what Patreon is, um, you are probably an older person <laughs> or a younger person. We just lost it. A small chunk of our audience, I think, just then. All, all our old people. <laughs> Look, if I have to explain what a podcast is to everyone over 35, <laughs> I'm not too worried about that, I'll be honest. Um, Patreon's a platform where, for a monthly subscription fee, um, you get access to a heap of bonus content that we create related to our show. Yep. Um, so we're going to chat a little bit about those different things. So our main show, Dark Tides, um, the story that we are telling with Alistair and Ernest, um, that will be available in a heap of different places. It will always be free. Uh, you can listen beginning to end through our entire series um, as it comes out without ever having to pay anything. And that's really the best way you can support us is just by watching, watch, listening, coming back each week, sharing it with people, saying, hey, you like you like this? You like Stranger Things, you like uh, Dark, you like hey, that man. type of thing, you like this anime, check out this podcast. It's great. That's the best way you can support us is just by enjoying the series, letting us know you enjoy it, following us on Twitter, that type of stuff. Or the best ways you can support us are the free ways, really. Yeah, and at the very least, only sending us hate mail every other month. Yeah, every month. We will, if you send us hate mail, we will read it on this podcast. 100%. <laughs> and I will critique your spelling. <laughs> and I'll cry in the corner. <laughs> um, but for those of you who are interested, Patreon is a platform where you can support us financially and you will get access to a bunch of different bonus content um, for the different levels of supporter. So uh, this show is in fact going to be one of those bonuses. We're going to put this first episode out in the main stream available to everyone. Um, but future episodes will be on Patreon for Patreon subscribers um, in these episodes, we are going to chat about the show. Uh, we'll do it just after we record an episode. We will then chat about the episode, our favorite moments. Um, I'm sure we will engage in conspiracy theory, uh, ramblings of what the plot is going to be about, where things are going, uh, while I copiously take notes for the things I haven't decided yet. Pretty much the next few episodes of this show are just going to be Chester and I talking and then furious keyboard sounds from Aubrey's side as he tries to remember all the things that he's going to include. Yeah. Um, but we'll also do stuff like uh, we will answer listener submitted questions. So if you guys want to chat to us about the show or about the creative process of making it, uh, if you want to ask questions about um, characters that we've come across, locations, any of those sort of things, as long as it's not going to be spoilery for... Um, future episodes we will very happily uh chat about those things um and yeah um there will be a patreon bonus uh, related directly to an in-character alistair bonus material um that bj will be writing uh, himself and it will be very much tied into the plot and his character and his character's backstory um which should be a lot of fun Yep, and there's also other things like uh, Discord where you can chat to us and discuss stuff with the shows and yeah, be involved to that degree. And that's how we'll get a lot of our questions and that type of stuff for this and all that type of stuff. And then there's also uh, stretch goals. Yes. So if you're unfamiliar with the concept for Patreon, um, stretch goals are where we as the creators would say, 
Um, if we get to 500 um, patrons, we will do a special bonus um, piece of content. So that could be something like a, a one-shot story set in a different universe with different characters um, that listeners would vote on, whether they want to see a Wild West style adventure or a, a Dead Space style adventure, something like that. Um, it could also be stuff like uh, in-world stretch goals that we might have a Jaws rip-off, going to have a monster hunt type of episode that would be canon, but, you know, a sideline adventure. Um, we might do stuff where we flesh out uh, side characters that you guys really love. We might do stuff where we make a short film. Um, yeah, so stretch yep. goals are really just fun ideas that we want to throw out there um, as a way to reward and thank our Patreons um, for you know, getting on board and supporting us. Yep, and there's also already one that is mostly developed that is written by me, uh, which is set on a different island in the whole archipelago area, which would be a three-part audio drama with completely different characters and all that type of stuff with, I believe, some different voice actors as well. So there's already plans for that type of stuff, so it's just about reaching it is the main thing. Yeah, um, and if you're interested in checking out the specifics of... Our Patreon, you can um, check that out at patreon.com slash darktides. Um, yeah. So we are basically going to wrap up for this episode of Breaking Tides. Chester, would you like to take us out with a piece of scouting advice uh, from Ernest? Absolutely. So one of the key rules of being a scout is the concept of being thrifty. All right. So uh, how do you? what's your reactions when I say thrifty? Where does your mind jump to? Um, shopping at the... Is it the Frugal Hoosier? Frugal Hoosier. <laughs> My word. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, thrift shops, dollar stores, being uh, economising your funds. I'm assuming that's where you're going with that? It's it's similar in, to, in that direction. So Ernest is a strong believer and strong reader of newspapers. Not for so much the stories as he doesn't really bother himself too much with most forms of politics outside of conservationists and that type of stuff. Uh, his, his idol is Steve Irwin. Um, <laughs> but one thing that he uh, always looks in the newspapers for are coupons. Oh, so no. his wallet, he does not have any cash in his wallet because he doesn't believe in the idea of printing money. He feels like that's a bit of a waste. He's more of a, a electronic guy in that way. Um, but he has a, like a card, a money card, his driver's license, and then coupons. It is thick with coupons. It is a thick wallet. Uh, so he has coupons from uh, one free bottled water when you buy a bottled water. He doesn't believe in buying bottled water, but in some situations where you need to like wash a wound or something like that, buying some water is a necessary sacrifice. Uh, there's a uh, 10% off on cabbage, that type of thing. So being a being a scout is all about being frugal and being thrifty. And so Ernest is a strong believer in all that type of stuff, and he cannot wait to bust out some coupons. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> I just I'm seeing the the regret slowly building in Aubrey's eyes. It's like, <laughs> as, <laughs> it's like why did I let this happen? This show was going so well. Yep. <laughs> One yep. day I'm going to give you guys enough rope that you'll hang me with it. Yep. Mm. Could be the next episode. <laughs> it could be a two-episode podcast. Who yep. knows? 
All right. Well, we will see you next time on Breaking Tides. Uh, thank you very much. Goodbye, everyone. We'd like to say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye forever. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs>